three, four. Welcome to Can I Interest You in a Cheesy Nibble with Sophie and Michelle. Each podcast, we will delve into the mystical world of Michelle. Michelle is a mystic, met aliens, has astral travelled, and regularly helps others transform. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the show. Are we recording now? Yes. Oh, wonderful! Welcome back to Can I Interest You in a Cheesy Nibble with Sophie and Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Sophie. Uh, hello, listeners. Um, it's been such a long time. Such a long time. So much has happened, hasn't so it? So much has yeah. happened. Um, so it's been a while because, uh, you know, life has got in the way of many things for both myself and Michelle. And we thought after quite a while that we thought we'd, we, we'd do a little Christmas special. Yes. Um, which um, we've got a little bit of music here to make it festive before we even start. And in true silly Sophie style, it's taking forever. <laughs> It's actually me on the piano. <laughs> or a cat. <laughs> and a happy new year. Lovely. Um, so we were going to talk about Christmas, weren't we? Yes. Because Christmas is such a, um, do I use the word pinnacle? Pinnacle point in some people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of things are associated with Christmas you've got obviously you know you've got the religious meaning behind Christmas so there's the birth of uh, Jesus Jesus <laughs> Jesus and then you've got um, families getting together to celebrate mm. and then you've then got loss as well people are very uh, reflective mm. about Christmas so um, let's start off with what are your views on Christmas, Michelle? Okay, well, I don't. How do you celebrate? Christmas? I don't. Why do you not celebrate Christmas? Um, I celebrated Christmas when my son was younger, mm-hmm. um, because it's you know it's very important. It's a lovely time for the family to get together. It's a lovely time to hang out with people, um, and you know it's very special. As you say, it marks the end of the year, and it is very special, and everybody else is doing it. Um, but since um, my son has left home and he does um, a lot of traveling, so I don't really see him at Christmas, I didn't really, um, I kind of rejected the commercialization of it. Um, and I rejected the stress that I see a lot of people put themselves through, unnecessary stress, a lot of the expectation, a lot of the um, debt that people get into um, over Christmas. So, I kind of thought, well, if I'm not, if I'm just going through the motions, then I need to stop because mm. who am I going through the motions for? I do celebrate mm. the solstice, however, on the 21st mm-hmm. and, and, and I do a lot of, um, you know, this is where I will give gifts to my friends and, and you know, take time reflecting and, and everything else. But Christmas Day to me, it's just another day. So I tend to work on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I do actually really enjoy working. That's why I get up so early in the morning as well. I, I enjoy working when the world is doing something else. Yeah. Um, so obviously there's going to be people who listen to our podcast and might not know what the solstice is. So could you explain what the solstice is and why it is important to you? Yeah. Um, well, I have found with, with my personal development and with um, my lifestyle changes and just the way that I live my life. Um, I'm very much aware of the rhythms and cycles of ourselves, but also of nature and how we, these are very connected. Um, And, you know, whether it be our own Carcadian rhythms or whether it's our own cycles of, um, you know, I mean, especially being being a woman, you you can really see your own cycles and whether they be your monthly cycles or whether it be over the lifetime, you know, we go into these different different cycles. Um, And also, you know, down to the way our temperature cycles, all of these things Mm -hmm. anyway. So it's all very much a reflection of um, how days pass, how months pass, how seasons pass. Um, So I tend to be much more in flow with the equinoxes and solstices 
and the solstice are um, days of incredible balance. So they're equal. Hmm. No, that's the equinoxes. <laughs> that was that the dog. That was the dog. Right. So, the dog. so the equinoxes are days of balance because they're the equal ones. So they're the ones that we have. So we have the spring equinox in March and we have mm-hmm. the autumnal one in, in, um, in September. And then um, the solstices that we have, depending on where, where you are, which side of the equator you're on. So for us, it's going to be the longest night. So it, on June 20, 21st, 22nd is around summer solstice. That is the longest day. Our winter solstice is then the longest night. And it it's very symbolic as well of us doing our shadow work, our inner mm. work. Um, so there's a lot of symbolism in it. There's a lot of um, just basically been in alignment with the, the cycles. So that's why I celebrate those. And it's outside of the... The commercialism. Yeah, totally. And also the energy, you know, Christmas is a very difficult time for a lot of people because you've got so many people around the world fixed on a certain point, on a certain thing with great expectation. So when I... That's the thing though. There is so much expectation for Christmas. There is that massive big anti-climax. Too much. Mm. Um, You know, you see it in children. Yeah. I mean, you know, like we've both got children. Obviously Mm -hmm. yours is older and mine's um, only eight. But is that kind of that massive build up which is starting now absolutely i mean we're like late november now mm-hmm. um and only get picks up and gets worse mm-hmm. and worse and then literally you've then got kids who are completely bouncing off the ceilings yeah. on on christmas eve and then waking up well i know i'll be woken up at probably about mm. half three four o'clock in the morning because mm. someone's worked themselves up and so excited but the excitement is for for material stuff yeah the build-up is about yeah. material stuff. Um, I mean... And nothing can compare to that two... Nothing can... You know, that two-month build-up is always going to be a little bit of a letdown. Mm. And also for women, and, you know, I know it isn't just women, I know there's a lot of men out there, but for women, there is so much to do. I mean, women work... They're, or most women work their absolute asses off, up, up, you know, up mm. to Christmas. Yeah. Wanting everyone to have the best thing, you know, budgeting the money, buying the presents, wrapping them up, preparing the food, cooking the food. You know, mothers, a lot of the times, enjoy it because of the faces that they see on their mm. family. But it's a tough time for... It's hard work. The majority of women. Hard work. For I one mean, day. For one day. I mean, my nan used to um, do Christmas dinner for... About ten people mm. every year, and obviously, you know, she did it because like she loved her family, and mm-hmm. very much, you know, if I, you know, if I was to do, I, I'm having a completely different Christmas this year, um, but you do it, you do mm. it because you're it's that whole giving aspect. Mm-hmm. However, does it mean that you run yourself into the ground? A lot of people do, a lot which of a lot do. of people do, mm. and well, you see, the thing is, where it's all changed when I was a kid, so. Looking back, I mean, obviously I'm looking back and I'm looking back through an experience of, of children. But when, when I was a kid in Christmas, all the shops shut. Yes. So there were no shops open. So you knew that it was going to be apart from the odd corner shop that might it's be like open for a like limited... three, four days, wasn't well, it? Well, it, was like it was almost a week. Yeah, um, like it wasn't until after New Year. Yeah. Mm. And it was almost like that whole two two. Uh, it was almost like a two week period. So that all the factories would shut, and the factories still do. So a lot of um, and the big offices and things would all shut, mm. and all the shops would shut. So it was that feeling of you would work incredibly hard, or the parents would work incredibly hard um, up until Christmas Eve, and then everybody then had the time off. And if you mm. didn't have it then. You weren't having it. If you hadn't got your, mm. you know, I can remember as sort of like calling all relatives and things because mum had forgotten gravy powder or something yeah. and it was a case of there's nowhere to get it. Um, and so then that was quite different because then our Christmases were over the whole week or two week period. So yeah. we would have Christmas, we would have the proper Boxing Day, you know, then the next day it would be you, you went to the neighbours to doors yes. down for a cold buffet and then on the Thursday Uncle John came up from wherever and so you were seeing people and entertaining for that whole 
week to two week period. So it became an event. Now we've got as much work, but for one day. Yeah. And then it's done and dusted. And then the kids are moving on to the next thing that they can, you know, they want to go and spend their vouchers in the shops on Boxing Day or everything's... Oh, I remember those, those, those days, getting your, your vouchers. Your vouchers. But yeah, so I don't know. Christmas is not it's what it was. It's not what it was. I mean, like, I mean, I'm looking back of my childhood. So um, in the 80s, um, with Christmas was very traditional. You mm-hmm. know, it's that kind of disgusting tinsel garlands that you would have. I totally love them. I love. Them. I do love them, <laughs> even though I don't decorate. I, I do. They are just. Amazing. I think if you're going to do Christmas... You do it. You go all out. Don't do stylish Christmas. No. You've, you've got, got to do, do yeah. jazz and glitter. <laughs> that is Christmas. I mean, I love... Right, so the funny thing was, I was out with my boyfriend, and one of the funniest things is going to a garden centre when they have a Christmas display, literally. The best. I love it. The best ever. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but it is always garden like, centres, uh, yeah, isn't it? Garden yeah, garden centres, which will have the ridiculously... Do you know they had a um, like a model unicorn, um, which was like four hundred pounds, which was just covered in fairy lights, which obviously would look probably quite amazing in the dark. But why would you? I bet, I bet they sold so, a few. Yeah, I'm sure they I probably bet they did. did so. um, mm. But it's it's the excess, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mm-hmm. mean, I uh, for me, I I love doing the tree and doing the decorations mm-hmm. and that kind of thing because that is a nice thing because it is so dark now and it is yes. that bit of jazz just to kind of give it a bit but of... that's another reason I don't decorate because I used to find it so sad taking them down I know and when you take them down and then that's sort of like three or four days after you've taken them down and you just think life's so bare and but dull it, and dark it, it again it get to the point where and I know I'm not alone with this that a lot of people would then be going starting their Christmas decorations so much more earlier only to then be taking it down like Boxing Day, the day after Boxing Day. <laughs> Last year, I took mine down on the 27th, which a lot of my friends was just like, oh, you're such a Scrooge. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done with looking at it. It's gathering dust. Christmas is over. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to put it up so early. I mean, I only did it for my son because obviously he was excited and it was something for us to do together and we'll obviously do it again this year together. Um. Oh, you see, I was really hard because I was always like, we did the weekend before Christmas. That's when our decorations went up. Yeah. And even if Christmas was on the Monday, I still did it the weekend before. Did you? Yeah. That's how bad I see, was. Because my birthday is a week before But then Christmas. it stayed right up till 12th night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, mine, yeah, my mum always used to let me have it. Um, we used to do it a week before because it would be my birthday. So once I've yeah. had my birthday, she'd be right, like, now we do. So I suppose, in a way, mine was the week the week before. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, because then it was the whole... I loved the whole... Because I still tried to do that two-week shutdown. Yeah. It was like, Christmas Eve comes, that's it. And then it's all about family, it's yeah. all about friends. And for two weeks, and, you're and in I that bubble. And I kind of feel like... For, for, don't get me wrong for there's a number of families out there who are still very much like that and mm-hmm, still lots, do that which, yes, is, which yes. is wonderful but then you've got on the flip side you've got the people who will spend and spend and spend and spend just for the sake of giving presents to be known as a, an amazing giver should mm, we say mm. And we'll go into, as you know, we've just said, we'll go into huge amounts of debt just to do that. Mm. Um, I mean, on social media at the moment, like when you, I'm now starting to get in my timelines things about, you know, you don't have to get yourself into debt just to buy a present, you know, at Christmas, which, you know, you, you kind of see people's perspectives on where they stand with Mm. christmas and obviously for a lot of my friends are very much like you know we don't need to do that it's cool don't Mm. like go into dire straits just to feel like you need to give me something Mm. Mm. um you know or you have the people who'll be like i'm not sending out cards this year not doing that i'm going to donate to a charity and then you go 
Okay, which charity? Which charity? Are you, oh, are you calling them on that? Oh, sometimes you do read it and go, are you though? Are you? And listen, I've or is that about another bottle of Baileys? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I like it when people then write, um, this year I'm not going to send out cards. Instead, I have already made a donation to this charity. This charity is close to my heart because, because blah 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 blah. Kind yeah, of give, you give, know. Then you kind of go, okay, that's kind of mm, clarified. Mm, mm. Um, this year, I I work in education, and this year I am not going to be getting um, my children anything this year because they're awful. I've got <laughs> no, not one of them has been good. No, no because. Um, Yes, I'm going to make a donation to <laughs> of my choosing at a later date. Which I will, yeah. No, um, no. I have. Yes. I've already got Christmas cards, mm-hmm. and then I've just got candy canes, and I'm just oh, going to make it and make it really pretty and stuff because um, it's that excess again, isn't it's it? It's that excess mm. again, mm. and um, you know, even though uh, I know that uh, I support children who have very little mm. um i know that happens everywhere mm-hmm. it does um but you know it's just a little token it's just mm. a little token to say that i'm thinking of them wishing them a yeah. merry christmas you know that's it um i find however when it comes to my own family mm-hmm. that's where i am starting to panic and go what is it do i get them mm-hmm. but then I've been very lucky and very fortunate this year that my family know that, you know, with my change in circumstances and now obviously going into the line of going through a divorce, I've kind of gone, don't need to worry about us. Do you know what would be really cool? A picture. A nice but picture. This is, but this is the thing again, even with you saying that, mm. is Christmas is all about money spending money yeah you know oh i really need uh, i'm spending this much on this person i've got to then spend this much on this person and then it all just becomes a monetary value Mm. and it's the same with the children you know we don't do our children any favors um by giving them just the pure amount and i'm sure there's loads of people out there that know they spend all of this money on their kids and then they're still sat in the boxes come easter um, they haven't looked at them, they haven't played with them, you know, and they certainly can't remember, you know, if I said to my son, what Christmas presents did I buy you? He wouldn't remember. Mm-hmm. He would remember the Christmases, yeah, but he wouldn't remember what we bought. However, we live in a society where it is all about money and value, and it can take a very strong person to not fall into that. So, you know, a lot of people, they do love their children, they love them dearly. They want them to have these amazing experiences. But they're brought up in a world that says you prove the value of how much you love them by how much you spend on them, mm-hmm. how much you sacrifice yourself. And that's all bullshit mm. because your kids want to sit around the table and play cards with you. Your kids want you to sit down and tickle them and watch a movie with mm. them and chill out with them yeah. and all of those things, they don't want you stressed and angry. And unfortunately, because of the pressure people feel to spend all this money on, on their children and their loved ones, and, you know, people spend thousands. I mean, they've got presents coming for days. And, you know, when I was a, a, a child, and a lot of people, you have your main present. Yeah. These kids are having four or five main presents. Oh. And they become spoilt, and not all of them. Some kids you know, do. I, I think about, when I think about, like, my main present back when I was a kid, my favourite present was, there's two that I really remember, mm-hmm. and it was a Sylvanian family's mansion with working chandelier. Oh, I know, right? That was amazing. Um, which I know would have cost back yes, then. Yes, they were expensive. Uh, well, they're they, ridiculously yeah. expensive now. And then also um, my uh, mountain bike, uh, Cindy. Who had so when you wheeled her along, her legs actually pedaled. No way. But that was the best. But the, the, you know, I was then I was happy. That was like you. you that well, was you the then thing played that I, with that, didn't you? Yeah, totally. Whereas the kids are getting overwhelmed because they get all of this and then they get all these other things from everybody yeah. else. Um, and you know, it's it's really good, but it's just for parents to know. It, it the level of their happiness. Mm 
can be achieved with much cheaper products that are a little bit more disposable maybe oh, than just, all the I've big stuff. I've just thought of, I've just had a friend who's just recently had a baby and um, he just was like, obviously, you know, thrilled and ecstatic. But then he, he put the question of like, do, do I get the baby something for Christmas? And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> just been born. It doesn't, it's, it's not going to remember that. I've got a picture of my son at one though. Mm. Once we put all his presents together from us and everybody else, and he was born in September. Yeah. So he was three months old. You've never seen anything like it. Ridiculous. I mean, what do people buy? Mountains. Baby grows mainly, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and pull along you know, bones and... Like, obviously, that's a, it was a while so ago since obviously, you know, my son was a baby. Mm. So literally, I was just like, uh, I, nothing really. It's like, you know, you've just had the baby. It's going to be... You're going to have had lots of stuff, but I then the thought. But then the problem with it is, you know, when you're a young mum and you're a young dad, it's first baby's Christmas. Yes, so it's a massive, important true. milestone. And I dressed my son as an elf at Christmas. Absolutely. My son was Father Christmas. You know, because... Uh, and he was riding a green dragon. Well, it's always fun to ride a green <laughs> dragon, is it not? Yeah. So this is the thing, I think, as well, of the fact that we all know deep down in, mm. in, in our hearts that it's about... You know, what is that? Presence, not presence. Yes. Um, but it's very difficult when you're caught up in that expectation of when mm. your friends are saying, I've spent this amount or I've bought this and you feel you've got to compete. Yeah. And it can be really difficult as well because you want to give your kids the best Christmas you possibly can and you feel like you haven't got do-overs. Mm. It's almost like you'd rather do more yeah. than less. However, you know... It is important to stop because people are putting themselves under a huge amount of pressure. Yeah. And then this is why there's so many arguments at Christmas and family breakdowns because everybody's expectations are high. No one's got any money. Everybody's a little bit nervous. Are they going to like it? Aren't they going to like it? They're stressed. They've got in the back of their mind January. Yeah. And then they've had two month build up mm. in one day it's over. And then... We then kind of co- like kind of change direction a little bit now and mm-hmm. go into as we're coming towards Christmas and then we're more reflective of the yes. year. Yes. And then we then have the new year approaching, which is usually for a lot <clears> of people the time when people then go right. I need to get my shit together. Well, before that, I think because you were saying beforehand about how Christmas is 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 really brings home a lot of our losses as well. Yes, yes. So it it's does. Very, and and we've had a lot of people die this year, mm. and this later part of the year, I think most people who are listening to this are going to know somebody or have someone close to them, and at least probably two or three Mm. they can say have died in the last probably four months Mm. three months four months there's there's been a big and it's also it's usually this time of year where people like just go oh i I can't wait for the year to finish yeah i'm done now now. it's been shit yeah um and that yeah everyone this has been a really shit year can't wait for it to end let's hope that the next one's better and it's like, yeah, but unless you do something to change... <laughs> change Address it. Yeah, it's going to be exactly the same yeah. as all the preceding years. Which, you know, like, it is... I mean, it is hard when you've lost somebody, you know. It's very it, much I mean, so. it doesn't matter. Whenever you've lost somebody, it's always yeah. hard. And I suppose and those... Christmas gatherings are the difficult times because that's when you are more reflective because they're not there to celebrate with you. And especially if it's a first, you know, those yes. whole first birthdays, first Christmases, you know, you really do notice you know, it. This, yeah. this is going to be my first Christmas not being married. Oh, gosh. So it's, ref- you know, there will be an... I'm not going to lie. Of course I'm going to be reflective because obviously the year before... Absolutely, very you know, different, Very yes. different, but then I've got so many different things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to, you know, throw that well, that's positive why, angle. That's why as well I think it's really important to have that time out of the crazy. Have that rather than it just being this pinnacle to this one day, mm. you know, on spending all the money and having the best whatever. is to have some time out mm. for yourself to reflect, to have some gratitude. You know, this is a time on peace of peace on earth for all men this is a time Mm. where the whole world religion um with the exceptions of 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 certain religions but even then you know other religions will still celebrate christmas for its more commercial commercial side but it is a time for us all to have that goodwill to have that 
gratitude that we're lucky that we're here for another year that we've mm. got people around us um yeah it's important it's important and also to raise a glass to those who've passed mm. um you know and and because then once after that after that christmas um, you know to wish love and happiness and compassion to everybody because then after christmas then we're moving towards looking at New Year's resolutions, what we didn't like about this year, what mm. we'd like to change for next year, what we'd like to achieve. So it becomes more active, but we need to have that reflection with gratitude, the yeah. forgiveness, the winding up the year, so that we're then able to move properly forward into how we want to create a new year. It's like it's like Christmas is that time of closing the cycle, closing that it end of year cycle. Closure, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which is, um, it's funny because whenever you, you kind of speak to some people, it's like you have all of the, the glitter and jazz, as I call it, of Christmas, mm -hmm. you then have the, the celebration and expectation of the hopes of a new mm -hmm. year and what that means and what you're looking, going to look forward to. And then because obviously, um, in many countries, January, February time is incredibly dark, cold, However, miserable. However, one thing I do for want... For some. Yeah, but one thing I do want to say, because that's the thing, yeah, we've got all of this, mm. all of this cosy, all of this love, all of, and then we've got January, which is often thought of as stark and cold yes, and grey and barren. <laughs> However, I have found most New Year's days beautiful blue skies. Mm. We have the most amazing New Year's days, but you need to get outside. Yes. So get up early, go for a New Year's yeah. walk. The beach is normally packed. Um, yes, that's a lot a of people yet yeah, going down. Um, but that is one thing. If you get out, if you get up early, and often it will go, um, it will become overcast by lunchtime or by. Yeah. Don't leave these things. Get up, get out. Yeah. And if on New Year's Day you can see this beautiful crisp day beautiful sunshines blue skies you're starting your year well that and it makes and it makes a big big difference so we do normally because i always wonder i always when i go out and i'm like yay another because there's no reason why new year's day should be these sunny blue sky days but they are mm. and it's i think um with uh the kind of like the doom and gloom aspect mm -hmm. should we say and obviously, uh, for a lot of people, a lot of people are not paid until they've got like more like a five, six week mm -hmm. period before they then get paid mm -hmm. again. And it just feels like it's a very, very long winter. And either some people are okay in winter or some people get mm -hmm. really like bogged down with it and it becomes a, a bit of a depressing time. Well, one thing that you can do is get these sad lamps for seasonal adjustment disorder. Mm. So, um, I mean, one of the things that I do is I'm, I have- Ask for one for Christmas. <laughs> there we go. But I think, and you can have them as alarm clocks and all yes, sorts of can, things. Yes, you can, yeah. Now, I think that that's really important and we have to be really aware mm. of the benefits of, of sunlight. I mean, is it B12 we have in sunlight? I think it's B12, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with um, vitamin D as well. Or vitamin D. Yeah. Um, maybe not B12, but whatever it is. Um, but I know it's really good for you. But also, um, if you can get outside every single morning before 10 o'clock for 40 minutes, it resets your circadian rhythm. Mm. So this makes you feel more energized, more, you know, you're in that much more flow. Yeah. You've got a lot more energy, but you're also much happier because it also, there's something in real sunlight that mm. releases serotonin. Yes. Um, and so it, it, so when you're feeling this down in the new year and it's cold and it's all of these things, one thing, invest in some really good thermal underwear, okay? There's no need to be cold. Long johns. Wearing them right now. As she we, is. I am. As she we is. sit here, I've got my full thermals on. Because I spend a lot of time outside. Yeah. So... I don't want to be miserable in the winter, so I have waterproofs, I have thermals, I have I think, hats. I think and we scarves. talked about your your orange jumpsuit, and uh, Michelle has come to my house and was in said orange jumpsuit, but not not cold, not wet. Good investment. So I'm not hunched over. I'm not hugging myself. I'm not. I haven't mm. got any because when we we get hunched and hug ourselves, it makes us 
restrictive. It yeah. makes us feel worse than we actually do. So, you know, we live in the UK. Dress accordingly. Dress for the weather. Yeah. If you're not going to dress for the weather, you're going to be cold, you're going to be miserable, you're going to want to go in, you're going to feel tired, you're going to be And also, restrictive. would you say about, like, also with eating seasonally as well? 100%. So, literally, you know... Everything Even is for the right, you know, for things at the right time. Absolutely, there's a reason. Everything, everything is a cycle, and that's what I'm saying. You know, why I love my life so much is because I flow with my own cycles. I flow mm. with the the weather cycles, the nature cycles, the food cycles, everything. Because then we're all in alignment, mm-hmm. and we're all getting things that are at their best or doing things where they're at the best. So. I get up, I'm out every day. It doesn't matter whether it's rain or shine. Um, you know, if you're in waterproofs, you don't get wet. If mm-hmm. you're in thermals, you don't get cold. If you're in waterproofs, you don't feel the wind. So I'm always toasty. Yeah. I mean, I go out and meditate in the rain. It's not because I'm a hero. Some people, oh, I don't know how you do that. It's because I wear waterproofs. So it makes no difference, really. Yeah. Whether protected, I'm in a you're t-shirt. Mm. So, but it's really important for, so... Even though January and February you might think is doom and gloom, that's perception. Mm. Bad. There's no such thing as bad weather. That's perception. Yeah. I remember when I first started uh, talking to you years ago, um, I think I made a comment. This is back before, obviously, my, uh, well, before starting self-development um, <laughs> days. Well, I think I said like, oh, it's like really miserable weather. And you're just like, no, it's not miserable. It's like, you know, the ground needs the water. Like the planet needs the water. We need it. Yeah. Deal with it. (laughs) You're miserable. (laughs) You're the one who's miserable. (laughs) It's like, this is amazing. And it is. We need this water. You can feel everything's, yeah. I'm really looking forward to when it snows. Oh. Because I... I don't know about you, you know, this year in the UK, in, in the east where we're based, um, the the leaves have been changing. I have felt they have been changing at the right time of the year. Whereas we've had other years where it's been really hot and obviously the trees have obviously shed the um, leaves because it's been too hot, dry, not being able to sustain the tree. Whereas we've had quite a mild summer this year, quite wet, we're having like quite a wet autumn well, and they've been I feel like they're dumping their leaves at the right time and it's starting to get cold now and I have a feeling that we I could be totally wrong. white Christmas I don't know it's been a while Might do. the last one was 2010 right that we had a white Christmas okay um would you another one it would be fab we did go into autumn early we went into autumn in August yeah we had that cold snap right at the end of the school holidays and the leaves started to turn brown mm. then. However, I was out last weekend and it was that really, um, you know, like you would see the stereotypical or the traditional autumn. So we were walking um, in a lane and all the brown and russet red and golden yeah. leaves were falling onto our heads as we were walking as well so as we were nice. walking through a pile of them I love autumn it's amazing isn't it I love it yeah. I think it's so beautiful I do I love autumn but then I love spring and I love summer and I love winter mm. I, I love the fact week. I had thought about moving abroad and it was just the thought of not having the seasons I love them yeah because just as I'm getting fed up with the heat or fed up of the cold. So just as you're getting to that point where you're like, oh, it's becoming it a bit then changes. Then changes. Yeah. And it's always just so exciting. But then <laughs> we could tie that into, like, you know, life really, isn't it? Just like, you know. Exactly. And this is this is the thing. It's, it's, and it's the same with Christmas. It's the same with everything. It all comes down to our own perception, but also our expectation. Yes. And... It's like with everything, if our expectations are too high and too rigid, we're always going to be disappointed. We're always going to be out of sync, out of cycle, not getting what we need, not getting what we want. And, you know, a lot of people try to force the rest of the world, nature, the world, everything into their cycle. And it's like, no, you're the one that's out of step. Mm. Get yourself back into step with with these other things. And it's it's like um, with New Year. And I do stuff on online all the time about this. It's like don't do resolutions, mm. set goals. That was that was actually something I was going to say about what what were your views on resolutions? Because pretty much 
people fail after two weeks. Because that's what a resolution... Rev, re, resolution? Resu- Revolution? Rev- resolution. Resolution. <laughs> that's what a resolution is traditionally set up for you to fail because you do all the things that you failed at last year mm-hmm. or all the things that you promised yourself you were going to do and weren't going to do. Mm-hmm. It's all the things that you've put off. So whether it's like you've known all year that you've needed to address your weight or whatever and you put it off and you think... Oh, the New Year's resolution is the catch-all yeah. of, you know, you're kicking that can down the road. Yeah. And then you get to the the point where your resolutions are there and, and you try for a bit, but you haven't prepared, you haven't scheduled, you haven't looked at your own intentions. You do it because you feel, mm, I suppose I better now. And, you know, a resolution by its very name is, is, is going to fail mm. because we all laugh. We already have it in our mindset that we're not going to stick to a resolution. Whereas if you create a goal, then that means that you've sat and you've reflected on what it is that you want to achieve. Rather than just doing it because everybody else is doing it, or you feel Mm. you should or you ought. A goal is something that is an end point. It's something that you're working towards. You know it's not going to be instant. Yeah. um, And that it's going to take certain steps to get there. Um when you have a goal as i say you've looked at it more more in depth it's something that you really want and you schedule these things in you have a plan you know from a goal comes a plan from the plan comes the schedule and from that comes one day at a time and then things become achievable definitely mm. i mean i have i have goals in everything i do from yeah. from you know, I set goals every single year for the whole year. Um, I have a little ceremony, so I will... I say ceremony, it isn't ceremony, it's just me meditating. Um, <laughs> if you say ceremony, it's like the Olympics. I was just being... Opening ceremony. I think so dramatic, the boys and I are in special garb. Hundreds and thousands <laughs> of Chinese people playing drums. Oh, amazing. How amazing would that be? Amazing. As I come down the stairs. <laughs> <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Chinese dragons. Oh, that would be awesome. Amazing, all just going it? through my house, all for the day. Yeah, but no, I, I, um, I make sure that I reflect on the year, mm. see where things have been fabulous, see the people, see this, where the cycles have ended, um, have gratitude for that, make sure that they're gone. So I make sure when I move through into the new year that mm. it's it's. Um, and I tend to do all of this on the twenty first for myself. Yeah, that's my that's Actual. that's my thing. Twenty um, first <clears throat> and the twenty second. So it's making sure that everything is ended. That I look at the lessons. Where did I go wrong? What could I have seen? Mm. What could I have done? Where you know, look at all of those things. Forgive myself and let that stuff go. Yeah, learn those lessons, um, and then I work out what what is it that I want want to achieve. Um, and then set that as my intention, but and it kind of then becomes the theme for the year, really. But there's no, there's no. I never do anything I feel I should or I ought or I must. Mm-hmm. The minute I have any of those feelings, I I step back and do the opposite because yeah. then it's conditioning, it's societal ideology, it's something outside of me. Yeah, and I smash my goals. Smash them. Smash them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's important to set goals. I get teased for being like a planner. Mm-hmm. But like, it helps me focus. I have a list every single day. I have a master list. So the list comes off. So I set my goals of what it is mm-hmm. that I want to achieve. From that comes a list of the points that need to be made to achieve that goal. They go into a priority order. Mm. Every single day I'll pull things from that list. Yeah that fits in with the plan and the schedule of how to achieve what mm. I need to achieve. Um, it's flexible. I don't beat myself up if I don't achieve. I just move to the next day. Yeah. Um, but it gets, it means that I achieve a massive amount yeah. of a wide variety of things in a short space of time. And everybody needs that ability mm. because we live in a cash-poor society that we do 
a time poor sorry not cash poor time poor society in which no one's got any time everyone's rushing this is why everybody's suffering with their mental health and their emotional health Mm. because nobody gets time to stop and breathe and think and discover who they are Mm. because they're listening to the mind not the heart because they're they they just don't have that time and people think list creating is boring and it makes us anal and it makes us whatever and you know i'm a gemini and if you believe in horoscopes or whatever you know i've got a mind like a butterfly i'm (laughs) scatty as anything really high energy all of these things and if i didn't have plans yes i have some amazing ideas and things come into my mind if i didn't have a plan it would never make it into reality it would just be flying around in my mind, I would be spinning like a little top and I'd probably be in residential care. <laughs> just going, Wee! Because the thing is, like so many people out there, when you've got a passion, when you've got a love, when you know there's something that you need to be doing, when you can see solutions to people's problems, when you can see, you know, you've got that creative side. If you don't make that wheel mm. at some point and it doesn't come out of your mind and just stays in your mind, you'll have millions of thoughts and ideas yeah. and it will drive you crazy. Yeah. And then it will make you feel like a failure because you're never taking the time to make any of those real. Then you feel like you're not achieving. You have no purpose. And it just adds to, to dissatisfaction in life. Mm. so I'm just trying to think how we can uh, kind of close our close our show today and I think I would like to say I don't want an elf on the shelf but I do want a hardy and a cardi <laughs> <laughs> I love that I take like going that. around <laughs> I really really dislike elf on the shelf I think that's just annoying it's just oh I don't get involved in all of that Neither because now I. I'm doing now we're setting up the social that's enterprise that's another pressure of people having to set up a scene of an elf and what the elf has done and don't get me wrong I know a lot of people are quite happy to do I it and love that but yeah. I just see it as another pressure upon a person to do something to satisfy someone else yeah. Yeah. Um, because the thing is as well this is the thing when I was a kid we got all our presents and we loved our bikes and we loved our whatever and then yes. we went to school and we saw Maxine had got all of this and then we felt that our presents were maybe a bit rubbish or we were really pleased with our presents till we saw what Maxine and Josh got or whoever because um, there would always be some child that got absolutely everything you could have ever dreamed of. Yeah. Um, but there was a two-week gap in between that and then we would never dream of going home no, we probably did go home and go, oh, I don't want to play on my so-and-so anymore. Cause oh, yeah, you'd get totally bored and then totally annoyed that you, one of your mates had got, got something, something that was, like, really high-tech. Better. But you had that two-week period, because you didn't really see your friends until you went back to school, did you? So no. you had that two-week period. By that time, Christmas was done. Parents had stre- de-stressed a little bit. Whereas now it's instant. It's instant with the pictures on Facebook. So instantly the kids are going, oh, so-and-so got, or... And a lot of it now, you think about, like, we got, you know, this is where I go all fuddy-duddy, is that we got toys when we were kids, didn't we? We got toys or bikes. Yes. And I know, like, um, for a lot of, you know, for a lot of families, that's still very much the same. Mm-hmm. But these days now it is um, gaming devices, mm-hmm. computers, technology, mm-hmm. which then takes away that person on that day yes. where you're meant to be together... They're absorbed in their phones. Yeah. yeah. And that's the sad a- aspect. That is sad, actually. Because you mm. think of, you know, like, there was nothing better, like, on Christmas morning when when my mum was, like, all cooking or, we like, we knew that we were going to my nan's for Christmas dinner. She'd always say to me, you've got a few hours before we need to go. And that yes. was my prize time yep. to get stuck in with my toys yeah play you know or s- like rearrange my room and stuff i, I don't know if that still happens like no, that rearranging of the room wasn't it see, because no, it was what like I'm yes. getting my son to do right at the moment because i just said we create need to go because we need to create the space and um yeah you know but i always find it interesting hearing other people's stories of like their christmases 
um, and what their families do. Like, I love hearing, like, family traditions because it yeah. is, like, you know, I've got um, one of my good friends, like, her tradition, it, it is very much the family. The family play games. The family love do that. karaoke and yes. stuff like that. And yeah. I love that. Yeah, love it. Um, love it. But then on the flip side, I know other families would just be like, right, with social media, right, we're on games, we're on devices. I mean, you it's know. so it's so tough. I mean, the world has changed oh, so, so much, much in the last 20, 30 years. And, you know, it's the same with, you know, we don't know or how difficult it is for, for kids today growing up, mm. young people growing up today, how difficult it is to be a young man yes. in today's society. Um you know, that's really, really tough. How difficult it is to be a parent in today's society, how yeah. to have Christmas in today's society. So, you know, it is tough. And so there's no there's no blame or pointing fingers and it's like, oh, you shouldn't be spending this amount of money. or You know, because we see why. We understand the mm. pressure. Um, but at the same time, it's not solving anything. It's not creating mm. anything by spending all this money. So... Or, or having this amount of pressure. And I think one of the things we want to say to people, you know, is take the pressure off yourself. Mm -hmm. You've been an awesome parent. You've been, you know, a great friend. You've been, you know, all of these things. And you think when people say to you, what do you want? Unless you're like really particularly spoiled. <laughs> you're not really going to want too much. You're going to just want to hang out with your friends, to hang out with your family, to have that time and I think the greatest gift we can give to everybody and maybe this could be a thing is you know don't buy them anything but just say when I'm in your company for the whole of 2020 I'm going to turn my phone off that's yeah and when we are together I won't have you will have my undivided I'm attention thinking. Yeah, that's a really good thing. That is a really good because thing. that's all anybody is ever searching for. Everybody, all the people I deal with, everybody's looking to be seen, to be heard, to be known. You know, to have yeah. that value, to be accepted, to belong, and we can't do any of those things when we're on our telephone when they're talking to us. Yeah. And the thing is, there is no such thing as um, multitasking. Mm. You're just rapidly switching your attention from one thing to another. You cannot yeah. put full attention on two things. So if you are spending time with people and they want to spend time with you, nine times out of ten, they want to share something with you. They want to talk to you. They want your mm. advice. They want your acceptance, your love, whatever it is that they want. And they want to know that they're valuable enough or important enough that they get your undivided attention. So, you know, maybe we could all do that. And even if it's just one day a week, one evening a week, once a month, but my phone goes off and it irritates some people because they can't get hold of me after a certain amount of time. But, you know, my phone goes off at three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Um, I mean, I start work at four or five in the morning, but, you know, for other people, it could be six, seven o'clock, turn your phone off. Yeah. You can put emergency on there. So I have my phone. My phone is actually on, but it's always downstairs and it's yeah. in a drawer. If my son needs me, if he phones three times in succession, my phone will ring. Yeah. That's an emergency. If it's just somebody sending a message or whatever. You can wait. They can wait till the morning. Um, because that's my time. And it's my and if I have friends around. My phone always goes in the drawer. Always. Yeah. Because I'm not going to answer those calls. I've got people. So yeah. So maybe maybe we maybe we, we could all do that because it'd help our mental health. It'd help their mental health. Yeah. Because people want to be seen. They want to be heard. So to to end our to end our show yeah. today, um, what is one of your goals for next year then? Oh goodness me. Um. Well, very much is going to be on the focus on Unity Growth, which is our new social enterprise company, which is amazing. Um, I've got a fabulous partner. Um, we're setting that up and we've we've got some really key people hopefully coming on board. Um, one of my key goals is going to be to move, to move away from the town. It's time. 
I'll be staying in the country, but I will be moving away from the town. That is one of my goals. And the other goal is just to um, launch, launch Unity Growth in a big way because we're going to be going into the community, helping people with their emotional mental health, helping suicidal men, helping going into prisons, schools, teachers, NHS, all the big industry, all big industry as well. Yeah. So we've got some amazing things to help people with their emotional and mental health and to unlock the potential of them. So yeah, it's really gonna take off next year. I knew it was coming. That was one of the goals that I set was last year. That you did. Was to get the key people. And as we're closing this year, waited until September though, didn't they? <laughs> but as we did. <laughs> as we're closing. Yeah, it's been a whole year of, is this them? Is this them? Is this them? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, but as we're closing closing mm. it, got the team there. Um, got it's the team. Really we've got the products. Exciting. We've got, it's amazing. I'm just, I mean, I'm smiling now and it's just so, so, so exciting. And, you know, I've had a fabulous year of helping people transform and, it's just going to go to another level next year and we're actually going to be launching um we're launching the male suicide series in the next couple of weeks that's shaping up to something absolutely fabulous and hopefully we've got some very influential people involved there um and we'll be launching um unity growth january or february we're going to do a big launch january february of next year and unlock the potential of you will be rewritten and relaunched in march so yeah, real transformational times for people and for us. And yeah, what about you? Me, um, my goal mm -hmm. is I'm still going to be continuing with my weight loss, which has been fabulous. Um, you do look fantastic, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, I I've tried to like angle my focus not so much on the weight. Mm -hmm. now it's more about what i am fueling myself with yeah and it's been really important to make sure that that's been the right thing so i'm really trying not to get het up on weight it's really yeah. difficult because obviously that's what i've been conditioned for yes. such a long time um but i'm really really trying to um focus not to and just kind of see the change rather than look on a set of scales yes. and worry about it um, but you know that'll take time because that is really easy to do so mm. I was doing because I'm going to do a load of stuff with conscious eating and I want to teach people to mm. cook some really great vegan um, food yeah really simple recipes to get it into your repertoire so because one of the things people always say to me is where do you get your protein from yeah um, and so I thought well I don't know I consciously eat I've got a clue what is protein where does anyone get it from I don't know mm. you know I'm the same when people go about carbohydrates it's like what's a carbohydrate I'm such an idiot um, so <laughs> I didn't really know and I thought right so I need to because I'm starting to create these mm. these new courses so I thought right well I need to see what is the protein content mm. of my food yeah so and what are the standards and what oh my goodness it hooks you in grabs hold of your brain with like a crochet hook doesn't it and yeah. then then just worries the life out of you yeah so I've been eating the way I've been eating for god goodness knows decades and it's I've always got energy. I don't look ill, do I? I'm not no, like no, underweight. No, I'm not overweight. All is good. Until I found what the dietitians are telling me I should be eating. Mm. And then I started going, oh my goodness, well, I'm a little bit... And I mean, I, I am... I, oh, I can't even remember now because I've had to push it all out of my brain. But it was basically the food I'm eating. I'm eating a good source amount of protein. Yes, very much so. Um, and in fact, exceeding... I think is it something like 50 for my weight it was like 56 grams of protein I should be eating a day mm. or something like that and on some days I'm eating 80 90 grams of protein um other days I'm doing 55 60 yeah. but they're really light days but the minute I'd read this is what I should be eating I then started focusing on it yeah so when I was having a day where it was kind of you know I had a day I don't know I was doing something so I just had um like leak leek and potatoes yeah um we shouldn't have huge amounts of protein in so I'm like well I'm lacking in my protein today and then I'm saying why what mm. it's, it's so hard I mean you know you can get you know and I know for a lot of people a lot of people will be like right in the new year right I need to lose weight right one of the things that I need to do is join a slimming group yeah or organization which 
fair play if that's if that's works the method, for a lot of yeah, people if huh? that's the method mm-hmm. of what you think mm-hmm. is going to work awesome um a lot of people don't find it works um i mean personally for me i have had to re-educate myself a lot mm. and then also break habits yeah and habits also... are a big thing to to when you've conditioned yourself yes. um to be you know at the end of the day you didn't get to the size of however you were by not eating yes you got there through eating and eating mm. and eating and mm. overeating um the amount of calories needed that your mm. body could burn so it's it's you know if the organization or club or group is helping you understand that and showing you know well this is where i want to get in touch because i've got this healthy eating uh, this uh, conscious eating course and yes. i do believe in conscious eating mm. yeah, i've spoken with yes, you about yeah, it yeah. and it, it's the best way of losing weight putting on weight whatever it is that you need to do to mm-hmm. be at your most healthy and optimal and i wanted to get in touch with the slimming world and the weight watchers and the people that run it mm-hmm. um because i want to offer additional things because it's like to, to, to help these people because if you're always looking at it for being a certain goal then it's just something you're temporarily doing yeah um and these things need to be a lifestyle change yes, i mean totally. i love my food i eat some amazing food um, I never ever have to worry about my weight. I never mm. have to worry about protein, no. anything like that, because you're going to naturally go for what your body needs, needs. once yep. you start listening to yourself and not to what dietitians tell you. Yeah. And the thing is, I think we probably need we need to do another one on it because we're going to start talking about this all over yeah, again, we are. aren't we? And we're running out of time. <laughs> it's a real passion subject for both of us because it's so much easier yeah. once you get into conscious eating. I think maybe we haven't. We haven't done one about conscious eating, have we? We've talked yes. about weight. Did we do about conscious yeah, eating? Yeah, I think we did. Well, if you want to hear one about conscious eating, um, we'll just let us know. <laughs> let us know and we'll do it. And um, I'm, I'm going to be doing um, releasing some courses on conscious eating. Yeah. Because it's the most simple, simple lifestyle change. And like people who do the one-to-ones, which um, I've finished now, but people who work with me on the one-to-ones and I teach them conscious eating, the weight just falls off them effortlessly mm. um so it, they never have to try and mm. it you know it can be one of the goals that they put on um <clears throat> when we begin the, mm. the the coaching and we never even have to address it because mm. they do the conscious eating and then it's like well i'm now the weight that i wanted to be mm. and i didn't even have to and i guess also my other goal for the year is to ah crikey Get a puppy. Yeah, I really want another dog. <laughs> Me too. Really, really, I always have so. Actually, it's coming up like I think in the next two days, a year since I lost my last <gasps> dog, and um, it's been a hard year without him. Devastating. Um, but I still cry about mine. It's it's mm. it it just hurts, and it is reflective because obviously <laughs> the running joke would be we'd buy chocolate liqueurs as gifts, <laughs> and then Eddie would then find them unwrap them and liqueur. then eat them loved a liqueur and he did a <laughs> serious drinking problem yeah. and he just then bounced around for the rest of the day literally like how he didn't die through chocolate poisoning i have no counteracted idea. with the alcohol but, um yeah i have um i have Aww. a lot of love to give i have a lot of love to give and i think getting another addition would be fantastic for our little family um and yeah and just just to kind of maintain happiness yes and just kind of keep thriving to Mm. be the best that i can be that's that's kind of how rather than kind of going right i'm going to do this or i'm going to change my job i'm just kind of like no well this is the thing with goals as well i can remember when I, i this is years ago and and my goals were peace of mind you know better connection with myself, with life. Yeah. And so there was no things on it. Um, but peace of mind was my biggest one. And when I smashed that by the end of the year and looked back and just thought I've achieved it. Mm. Um, it's another reason I teach the things that I do. Yeah. Um, because, you know, all these things have worked. Lovely. Right. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's come to that time. Yes. Of uh, the end of the show. Sorry it's been such a long time since we posted yeah. anything. Um, but as we said, life has been rather busy for the pair of us. Yes, lots going um, on. But hopefully we'll uh, yeah, and if we'll you've do got... another one. Or, yeah, if you've got any ideas of what you'd like uh, Michelle to talk about, um, throw us a line. The contact details are at the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. 
And I suppose it would take the time to wish you a Merry Christmas. Me or them? Everybody. Everybody. I'm wishing you one. I'm wishing you one. You You and you and you and you. you. (laughs) Um, Whoever, whatever you celebrate. Yeah, I might not celebrate it, but it doesn't mean I'm a bar humbug. And then there's lots of people who who listen who don't celebrate it. It's like, please don't mention Christmas, you've offended me. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever it is that you do, I hope that you have a peaceful time this year. And take it easy on yourself. It doesn't matter. When things mess up, they're the funny, memorable Christmases. You know, and your kids love you. Even if you wrapped them up a carrot in a bit of wrapping paper, they'd get over it. They'd love you. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Try it Try and then let us know. Oh, yeah, let us know how that worked. Um, Lump of coal. This is what I had, son. Lump of coal, an apple and a banana if we were feeling posh. <laughs> Yeah, and just, you know, give give people some time. Give people a bit of your time. Yeah, and without, attention. yeah without your phone. And see how that goes. Undivided attention. Undivided attention. Yeah. Uh, so with that, uh, yep, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, have a fantastic new year. And we look forward to bringing you a new podcast in the new year. Take yeah. care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. To get in touch and ask questions that will be answered in future podcasts, contact us on michelle at michellelizabeth.co.uk. That's Michelle with one L. You can also contact us via Instagram at can I interest you in a cheesy nibble. You can check out what we are up to via our social media accounts. For Sophie, search at run soapy bubbles 3000 on Instagram. And for Michelle, search Michelle Elizabeth. Talk to you.
Yeah.